0: welcome to 2022 it's a new year a new episode i don't know what i'm saying to you right now new year new me absolutely not that's a lie For those of you who don't know, this podcast is pessimism at its finest. I'm your host, Alexandria, and this week we have something to discuss. Now, I was laughing at first. In fact, I was laughing for an hour and eight minutes on January the 3rd. We need to talk about Tristan Thompson. He's from Brampton, the city I was born in. No, I wasn't born there. That's where my mom first bought her first house, whatever you call it. But we need to talk about Tristan Thompson in respect to the cheating and the sleeping around. And I feel like there's so many facets to every story and everything of the sort, but I am so into the Kardashians and I I'm into their family and I watch their shows and I keep abreast of the drama. If you ask me for some tea, I probably know 90% of it. But I think it's important, especially as a female woman to woman, to kind of discuss the Tristan Thompson issue at hand. The tweets are funny, but the situation itself is not. For those of you who don't know, I'll kind of give a brief recap of the Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson relationship. So, Tristan Thompson, I believe, was playing for the Cleveland Cavaliers when he met Khloe Kardashian, and he began a relationship with her shortly after. At the time when Khloe and Tristan started dating, Tristan's girlfriend was actually pregnant with his child, his first child, a son named Prince, I believe. Khloe was aware of this, and she still chose to date Tristan. However, we don't know what Tristan told her to convince her, that he was available. We don't know what he, what he said. Fast forward, they're dating for a bit, everything looks good. They're working out together, taking vacation pics together, and then Chloe gets pregnant with True. And for those of you who watched Chloe and Lamar and keeping up with the Kardashians, you know how much Chloe wanted to have a child, and you know that she struggled with infertility for a while and True is basically a miracle baby. And at the end of the day, this has nothing to do with True herself. True's a gorgeous, gorgeous girl, one of my favorite Kardashian babies. That's that. Well, during her third trimester of pregnancy, Tristan Thompson was caught on camera f- having an affair with multiple women while Chloe was at home preparing to give birth to their child. And that birthed the name Tristan Third Trimester Thompson. And if you don't know me, you know that I love to call Tristan third trimester. My favorite name in the entire world. I plan on calling every single cheating man third trimester. If your name's Paul Jones, you're Paul third trimester Jones. My favorite thing in the entire world now, okay? So then he became a public laughing stock. Everybody was like, Chloe, break up with him. Chloe essentially decided to stay with him so that they could have a family unit for their child. Kind of like the Kylie and Travis Scott situation. So in the family, I think they really try and work it out with their baby daddies for the sake of their children. Kind of admirable, kind of not. But who am I to judge? So he gets caught cheating on her again. And then they break up. They get back together. He gets caught cheating on her again. And this becomes a cycle. However, they get back together And he has a house party. And Jordan Woods is there. And according to Jordan Woods. Because that's the only side of the story I really care to hear. He attempted to make out with her. And I believe they were both partially intoxicated. And that started the entire downfall of Khloe Kardashian's reputation. Because Khloe took him back for the sake of their family. I'm going to pause on Jordan Woods for a minute. Do I believe Khloe um owes jordan an apology no and i'll tell you why if you have a friend like a best friend and your boyfriend's at the party with that best friend and he attempts to kiss your best friend and you don't tell your friend you're a sneaky friend and i believe jordan could have saved face if she just went home to kylie or or chloe and said hi tristan try to kiss me at this party but the fact that she kept it so secret and she was sitting on his lap made her look really trashy especially as a family friend. It made her look bad. So, does Chloe owe her an apology for, you know, seeing things on Twitter about her for the family dropping her? Absolutely not. However, what Chloe said on Twitter and the tweets she put out for her age, they were very immature and i think chloe needs to reevaluate why she's heading to twitter to rant about people i learned that the hard way people read your tweets guys like i've had so many situations where i've made twitter posts or facebook posts that have gotten back to the person they were intended for you know when you subtweet subpost somebody and it's blown up relationships ended friendships so it's just not Worth the flex. And I don't understand why people consistently do that. You know, I think it's just easier to talk to the abyss. It's easier to post on social media because you know it's going into like an outer realm. It's just kind of there, but you don't know who's going to read it. So I get why people do that, but it was not the right thing to do for the situation. And it brought Koei's reputation down. Anna Wintour didn't even really fuck with her after that so I wasn't here for the flex wasn't here for the vibe so then anyway that happens but she said because Tristan's the father of her child obviously gonna work it out for hit with him they get back together but it appears if you watch keeping up with the Kardashians that she was really staying with Tristan so that she could get his sperm to create another child. If you notice a trend, the Kardashians love to have all their kids for one baby daddy. And I'm here for it. Do you know how much of a logistical nightmare it is to kind of bring kids to different baby daddies? I think about Kale Lowry all the time. So she has four kids, three different baby daddies. Can you imagine like getting each kid to their respective father for the weekend? I'd be so stressed. And you probably would never, ever really have a time to rest because you're just driving and burning gas. What if they all live on different sides of the city? I would be, I just couldn't even imagine. So I don't blame her for this. So Chloe was there at home manifesting a sibling for true. Manifesting, manifesting, manifesting. And she got what she wished for, a sibling for true, but just not from her womb. It came out that Tristan had fathered a child with another woman. I forget her name now. I don't think it's even relevant to this podcast. But while we're here, I want to read to you, if you haven't already read it, I want to read to you the cinematic credits apology that Tristan Thompson decided to give to Chloe and to the world and to let everybody know what's going on. This is from Tristan Thompson's Instagram page. Guys, he posted this to his stories. Today, paternity test results reveal that I fathered a child with Marley Nichols. I take full responsibility for my actions. Now that paternity has been established, I look forward to amicably raising our son. I sincerely apologize to everyone I've hurt or disappointed throughout this ordeal, both publicly and privately. Chloe, you don't deserve this. You don't deserve the heartache and humiliation I have caused you. You don't deserve the way I've treated you over the years. My actions certainly have not lined up with the way I view you. I have the utmost respect and love for you, regardless of what you may think. Again, I am so incredibly sorry. Honey, it is continuing to humiliate her. By posting this apology on your Instagram story. It is continuing to humiliate her that you, a nearly seven foot tall man, go to the club to pick up chicks. Guys, I'm going to be completely fucking honest with you. If you're in the club and you see a seven foot man, you're going to notice him. If you're walking down the street, you're going to notice him. Side note. Do you ever think about like how Hozier navigates society? It's really been on my mind a lot lately. Like his 6'6 six, six looming self, like he probably just gets noticed all the time unless there's a lot of like 6'6 six, six tall like men in Ireland. Um, if anyone can confirm that for me, I would love to know so I can fly there. Anyways, just wanted to say a side note. But if you're in a club, like you're going to totally notice like a 6'9 tall man, right? Are we all going to notice him? So why are you cheating all the time at your height? There's absolutely no reason at your height you should be cheating. Sit down when you cheat, first of all. Do it from a seated position. Do not approach the girl from a standing position. The reason why hotel footage even got leaked in the past is because you're so fucking tall, they can tell it's you in the camera. You have to strategically do this. You're so bad at cheating. Guys, I wanted to host a class on how to help men cheat better. You want to know why? Why? Because first of all, if you show up to the class, I know you're a cheater. Second of all, if you show up to the class, I know you're stupid. Because why would you show up to a class on how to teach you to be a better cheater? And third of all, I know I have the skill set for it. I'm Inspector Gadget. I know how to get you out of anything. I know how to find anything. So therefore, I know how to hide anything. I'd be so good at it. But that's just me side noting it. Anyway, the tweets were fantastic. Go to my Twitter at pessimismpod. Read the stuff I retweeted. I had the time of my life reading them. Again, laugh for an hour and eight minutes, but let's stop and talk about self-esteem. I think that especially me, you know, I know what it's like to have low self-esteem, especially in the realm of dating. And I think Chloe being called the ugly sister all the time, I think that's just so hard to go through life not thinking that you're beautiful enough, not thinking that you're good enough, you're too tall, your father's OJ all this stuff. I think that's really hard. And I don't know if Chloe has learned how to navigate all that hurt and pain yet. So I think Chloe, while she wants her daughter to have the same father, it's okay to want a second child and know that the man that you had the first child with is just not the one that you need to copulate with for another time. I think it's totally okay to know that. Another thing I want to say is that, like, I understand that sometimes we want that person especially to have that family but sometimes you have to take your self-respect and walk away and I think this is one of the situations where it's definitely required that she do that and last but not least NBA players have been cheating for the history of time guys Tristan Thompson is only getting caught like this really because he's dating a Kardashian and I don't think the public would care so much if he didn't start this cheating trend while Chloe was pregnant. I think when a man cheats on a woman while they're pregnant, I think the optics are just a lot worse, but to Chianna Kardashian while she's pregnant is is a lot for the media and they're going to jump on you. And I hope Tristan has a good therapist to kind of navigate all the hate, all the booing that he gets at games. He's filth. He's for the streets, the airways, the parkways, the driveways, the highways, the parking lots. He's for them. So he's for, but he needs therapy to heal what inside him is causing him to raw dog everybody. And Chloe just needs some therapy to be a better woman, to be more self-confident, to feel self-love and to, you know, show that to her daughter and that's my wish for both of them that's the vibe the vibe is therapy we love a good therapist we love a good therapy session fuck it up and that's my little you know ranty rant talky talk about the tristan thompson kylie kardashian drama i don't have more to add i may do a bonus episode where i read some of my favorite tweets we might do that i haven't decided yet anyways moving on to the bread and the butter of this episode i i'm gonna recap this season of the bachelor going to do it every week the reason I'm going to do it is this I know a lot of podcasts are not going to do it a lot of people don't want to watch Clayton but the minute I saw the introduction I knew it was going to be a good season I feel like we have Corinne vibes coming back you know I feel that there some Anna Redman vibes also Clayton reminds me a lot of Colton so Clayton is just your typical tall good-looking athletic white man there really is nothing special to Clayton. And I really want to see how they're going to paint Clayton as his God. I'm so fascinated, right, guys? Clayton's from a place called Eureka, Missouri. We know that. Clayton basically breaks down crying at the beginning saying he wants to get married and have babies so bad. He wants to be a father, guys. And he's just really looking for a wife because he wants to be married so bad. Can I say something? I don't know if this is like just me. When men want to get married and have kids that badly that's a red flag to me is there a red flag to you guys in dating too like i understand that you're accelerating the process but like to me it's it's a red flag and the reason it's a red flag for me is you have sperm till the day you die you're in no rush to ejaculate like you can ejaculate 5 billion times and you're just going to be Gucci gang um i only have a limited number of eggs i should be the one fucking freaking out about having babies Sit the fuck down. Take several seats, sir. That is, for me, that threw me off completely. So they introduced a few of the girls. They actually did not introduce all the girls this time. Only, I think, the girls that are going to be dominant in the season they did. I kind of like the fact that they did not spend so much time going through each girl's background. Um, The only girl that really stood out to me was Susie, I feel so we fast forward there's this girl i did not catch her name unfortunately but she was supposed to be getting married around that time and was a little bit sad about the fact that she was there she goes to clayton's hotel room talks to him clayton's impressed that she's being honest he attempts to give her the rose bad timing read the room dude she wants to go home she asks for time to think about it leaves comes back basically says i need to go home to clayton Clayton seems devastated because Clayton can't read a room. And yeah, that's that. So the girls come out of the limo. I have to be honest. Clayton's did see. I'm going to be uh, from what I saw. But the girls were did see too. And I think Clayton's wife really isn't that bunch. I think they can put their two brain cells together and accomplish something. I really feel that way. But what I noticed is that do you guys not realize that every single black girl that's on The Bachelor, like a contestant, they always have to have some like big job or like a lot of education in order to be qualified to be on the show or is it just me i don't know maybe it's just me but that's what i noticed when i watched the show right anyways they come out of the limo the drama is about to get hot this girl basically has her one-on-one with clayton again don't remember her name i never remember names till probably episode three please forgive me and she's like i hate clayton i hate clayton i'm like bitch then leave That's how I feel like, why are you saying you hate Clayton? It was so annoying. One girl goes and rats her out as she should, rightfully so. And Clayton talks to her. Clayton gets a bad vibe. Clayton sends her home. So his vibe checks good. At least we know that. Um, He gives out his roses. We see the trailer for the season. It's a lot of crying about him, how he wants to be a father and a husband. Again, red flag. The women are crying over stupidity. The drama looks fire. Um, Yeah, it's the episode really, really short, really boring as usual. The first episode, we're just getting feelers. It's a lot of intros. It's basically your interview. You know, when you go to a job interview, that's what the first episode is, really. The only thing I'm going to end on is Jesse Palmer. Jesse Palmer... It's basically Chris Harrison. Like, I wasn't looking at my screen and I thought I was listening to Chris Harrison. I like Jesse Palmer. I really like him as the host. Um, I don't miss Chris at all. Like, the minute I saw Jesse, I felt right at home. I feel like he's in the right place. I feel like he's going to do an awesome job. And I like the fact that they kind of have him in the same role that like Taysha and Kaylin are in. Like you come at important parts. You talk to the lead, but you're not as focal as Chris was. I kind of like I'm liking Jesse so far. I also like that Jesse and Clayton look alike. But still, I like Jesse as the host so far. Nick Viall still bitter about it. Who gives a fuck about him? But still. I'm I'm excited for this season. I'm excited for the drama, excited for the tea. It seems so entertaining. And yeah, we're gonna have a good time watching it, I feel. We're gonna have a good time recapping it. I'm gonna try and watch it Monday night this week so I can get it out to you guys for Tuesday. So guys just you know, I'll be back here next week. Sorry it's so late, but I just watched it today. I watched it Wednesday and this is gonna come out thursday i believe because i gotta you know do my edit thing but yeah that's that i will talk to you next week have a wonderful week everyone sending you good vibes blessings and therapy vibes if you need it and happy 2022 thanks for rocking with me again bye